0: It's the doc and the deacon stethoscope and hope Talking everything from poop to the pope One believing in spiritual miracles The other believes in movement vows that are irritable Two dads more like two brothers And they breaking bread like the Last Supper This show won't get negative feedback That be like the Deacon prescribing a pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel Foles already told y'all that Philly's special Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching Pay attention, it's the Doc and the Deacon speaking Welcome
1: to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads One of us believing in the power of science One of us believing in the power of Jesus But both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer I've been thinking about uh, new people to uh, drink beer with. Ooh. You know why? No. Because there's a lot of houses up for sale in my neighborhood. People are getting older, they're moving out, younger people will move in. The <laughs> people worry about a house yeah. not selling
0: for the right amount. And I go,
1: what could be the worst thing that could happen to your property value?
0: Yeah, like nobody, everybody says uh, you don't wanna have. The, be at either end of the spectrum, you either don't want to have the nicest house on the block and overpay or the worst house on the block and never be able to you know and bring everybody else's value down
1: yeah but,
0: I would definitely
1: prefer to be at the nicest house in the on the block
0: yeah but then not, and not and then not get yeah. your money back you know i of course. You know, there's that's one end of the spectrum
1: i mean I'm never moving again, like moving did not go no. quite so well, so I'm not moving again, but I will tell you what really could have a negative effect on property value. I'm going to tell you a story
0: okay. It's about a town Stories are my
1: favorite It's about a town in Connecticut And this was in the uh, 1970s And there were these clusters of young children That were being diagnosed with uh, juvenile
0: rheumatoid arthritis Oh, is this the one about the, the power plant And the water was contaminated by the power plant And everybody started getting sick And so I think there's a movie about that, right?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, are you talking about Flint, Michigan? That's definitely the worst place to own, own land right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. And so what happened is they had the epidemiologists come and try to figure out where was this tracing back to? An epidemiologist is someone who studies diseases? Yes. And to try to find out where the disease started from, to try to follow it back, to take the steps, to go, hey, where did this come from? Why is this happening? And so at this point... Epidemiologist at Yale University Brought in this researcher Who was actually Knew quite a little bit about ticks And his name was Willie Bergdorferi Willie Bergdorferi Actually his name was Willie Bergdorfer Okay And He was studying This collection of ticks And when he looked He saw A bacteria called A spirochete And he named it Borrelia Bergdorferi also
0: known as the bacteria in Lyme disease. Oh, uh, you know what? I would love to... If I, found a, if I found a tick that like had a special bacteria, I would definitely name it after myself. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, it's the Sprague uh, special bacteria. Okay. Because, you know, my middle name is Sprague. Yeah. And so a lot of my friends call me Sprague. So, you know, growing up. Sprog's uh, special... Uh... Yeah, bacteria. I like it. I like it. Well,
1: I think in this case, Lyme, Connecticut was the name of the town. And that's why it's called Lyme disease. That's why it's called Lyme disease? Actually, in the town next to it, Old Lyme. Oh, because they started there? That is where this was first found with these young kids with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Which actually wasn't that. It was Lyme disease. Oh, man. And you know what? I actually looked it up and to see, like... uh, like I wonder what the football team was called. Like are they like uh, are they the uh, Lyme spider or the Lyme tick bites? And they were the Vikings. Oh, well, the that's... Lyme Vikings. Yeah, yeah. I was a Viking growing up. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. warrior. I was a Pittsburgh men and Viking. Oh, there you go. But I will tell you, Lyme disease, and you know, I think people question how controversial we get. Lyme disease gets controversial. What makes it so controversial?
0: I mean, well, it's just a, it's a it's a tick-borne illness, right? Absolutely, it can only be transmitted from a tick, and it's a specific type of tick that carries the bacteria. Oh, you want to talk about ticks? But I, Let's talk about ticks, baby. Let's
1: talk about you and me. Let's oh, talk about Borrelia okay. and Lyme disease inside of me. Let's talk about ticks.
0: No, there's a. Uh, there's a country song where he says, I'd like to check you for ticks. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's even cool. better than let's yeah. talk about
1: ticks, baby. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the tick that transfers is called the Ixodes tick. And it's transmitted by uh, nymphs, and, uh, which are the young ticks. And the adults can uh, transmit them, but they're basically less likely to uh, bite humans. And this is from the deer tick, the black-legged deer tick. And at this point, because of this, you know, now, like if my kids are watching Bambi, They're like, Daddy, do you think Bambi has Lyme disease? And they look on the back where we have deer and they go, oh, look at all the Lyme disease in the backyard. Other than like how beautiful is nature. My children at this point are like, Bambi could give me arthritis and encephalitis. And I was like, that's, that's,
0: that's, those are big words for a four-year-old. Turning trap into into
1: Lyme. Lyme PA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my daughter knows about Lyme arthritis, but, but still is not potty trained. Still, <laughs> to this day. And I know that keeps coming out. We're in season four, and she's still not potty trained. <sighs> so the bacteria, Borrelia burgdorferi, named okay. after Willie yeah, Borrelia afzeli, which is the one in uh, Europe, um, come in all sorts of different stages, right? So we've got early localized disease. And this is where you have the rash, the Lyme rash, the bullseye rash, or what we call erythema migraines.
0: So is that pretty easy to determine that that's what it is because it's that shape almost like a bullseye? Uh, yes. Yes. And actually you can get one bullseye,
1: but you can actually get many. And, and what happens with it, it's the spread of the bacteria throughout the body. Yeah. And so a spirochetemia is what they call it. Actually, I was I remember being at a one of my buddies' house in the neighborhood watching games one night, and this dude is like, hey, would you uh, would you look at my side? I mean, I get asked to look at a lot of body parts. And I was like, sure. And he's like, somebody told me that I, uh, and I'd had a few beers at this point. He's like, somebody told me I'd ring warm. And he pulls up his shirt, and I was like, oh, you got Lyme disease all over. <laughs> and he's like, really? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, you're certain? I was like, oh, yeah. Pretty significant Lyme disease. Oh, yeah. I'm going to grab another beer. You need anything? And I could tell at this point it's like 11 p.m. on a Saturday and he's like I I I, I you know I guess sure. I have Lyme disease. Yes.
0: Did he really have Lyme disease? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, you know I'm a doctor, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I understand
0: that, but I didn't know if you were I didn't know if then you were going to tell me you he gave you a beer and you're like I'm just kidding. It's just like <laughs> No, no. I should have I should have <laughs> We also had that in my backyard.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, there's
1: early localized disease. This is easy. You have the rash, you can have fever, joint pain, neck, headaches, then it gets tricky because Lyme disease can present without the rash. Actually, 80% of people have the rash. If they have the rash, that makes it easier. But if you have early disseminated, you can have neurological uh Cardiac features. Yes. You can have heart block. You yeah. can actually, you know, people can go into the hospital and think their heart is stopping, and it can be due to uh, Lyme
0: carditis. Well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of diseases like that that can present as, as something other than what they are, right? They have symptoms that are associated with a bunch of things. Like I've heard that uh, UTIs in elderly people can present as, as dementia. Oh, they sure can. Yes, you know because they lose their 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 ability to think cognitively. They lose some of their uh, motor functions, and, and it kind of like it, it appears as if early onset dementia or something. And it's really just get them some cranberry juice. It, it, well, I like that. I, it, it actually
1: you couldn't be more right. The deacon is uh, is doing a pretty good job with his medical facts. I'm learning, but people call me all the time, and they go, "Hey, my." My mom's been acting up or my mom's been loopy and they just want me to call in antibiotics. And sometimes it, it, it may be a urinary tract infection, but they just immediately want me to treat for urinary tract infection. Right. Every time my mom says something a little bit wacky and I was like, oh, that's got to be a UTI coming. <laughs> <laughs> so this rash, this rash usually comes about seven to 14 days after the bite. People are always worried that they have Lyme disease, but they don't have this rash and they have other symptoms. So it starts with redness, then it turns into this rash. And really, I wish 100% of people had this rash. The 80% that have the rash were able to see the rash. I mean, those are the easier people to take care of. Is
0: it, is it important? So is this a disease that it's important to diagnose early? Does that affect the ability to treat it quickly and then prevent uh, further damage from the disease? Or yeah hundred percent. Does it yeah. matter? Yes. Okay, you're hundred percent.
1: Yeah, so it can still be treated at any time. But the, if it's picked up in early um, localized disease, these people do great. Yeah. Right? Later on, the tricky part is you can be treated and still have symptoms afterwards. But, I mean, the key to this is this non-painful rash that can be in your armpit or your groin or your belt line. And, you know, rashes,
0: you know, this is one of those where the rash is so important. Well, it's like, it's like uh, you know, you're talking about the way the rash is shaped And I feel like, you know, that's in the Bible often And throughout many religions, they talk about, like, um, you know, the scars There's a lot of songs, uh, like Christian worship songs Where they talk about the scars that are on Jesus' body the, the scars through his hands, where the nails went through his hands And the, it pierced his side and through his feet And... You know, the the thorns around his head. So, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff in the Bible and people now who talk about, you know, they've seen the marks of the stigmata Ooh. on people. I definitely saw a movie Stigmata. Oh yeah? Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, it was years ago. Okay. Yeah, it made me an atheist. <laughs> yeah, it led to part of this. Oh great. <laughs> I'll have to make sure and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean religious people, I do worry, are seeing pictures. Everywhere
0: in rashes that may not be there, oh, listen, uh, there is no shortage of people that see uh, the, the signs of Jesus or the Christ or, or any religious Mary, whatever they see it everywhere. they see it in toast, they see it in clouds there 's a bar in like England somewhere where the the, the wall paint is chipping. And people are saying it looks like Jesus Christ Wow You know, some guy's pan, he and his wife looked at their pan one day and it looked like Jesus I mean, it's crazy, you see them bread and little crisps and people sell these things I, I think it's insane, but I get, you know, when you believe, sometimes that's what happens Yeah They even, in fact, but I'm thankful for it because What would you say
1: if a piece of toast popped out and it looked like Jesus and then I just went and ate it? I'd right, say, like how much could that be worth to a religious? I'd say,
0: person? you must have just gotten me the toaster. There is a toaster. I was just going to say, I, I was going to order for Christmas for you this toaster. It's called the Daily Bread. And you put your toast in and it pops up and it like, looks like Jesus with the sunlight behind him and everything. Yes. Really? Yeah. It's I awesome. need that. Yeah. I need that. It'll do how two if I slices lived without that. Two slices are a nice big bagel.
1: I love it. I love it. So, rashes. And marks, whether or not they're the stigmata, or Jesus on your toast, tell us things about the world They can tell us stories Yeah Um, Well, Lyme, if you don't have the rash and you don't pick it up, can then lead to pretty significant arthritis Okay And oftentimes it can be like a migratory arthritis, but it especially can go to, you know, the knee And it can be be pretty significant
0: And it's real, it's not like Um, A perception of something Like fibromyalgia Like that's not a real disease, right? Well So I I think the tricky part is With
1: Lyme disease Is that if you have Lyme disease There is some controversy Over the testing And there are Lyme doctors And there are physicians out there That no matter what your symptoms are Will um, say that you have Lyme disease So when it comes to um, fibromyalgia, which is a real disease, uh-huh. I will say part of the controversy with Lyme disease is, is chronic Lyme disease a real disease? And I'm going to say right now, no, it is not
0: chronic this. Lyme disease. There's no such thing. I'm going to say there is no such thing as uh, chronic Lyme disease. So, so I think the so, question. So if we don't have, if we don't have the mark, right? We don't have the stigmata, the Lyme, the 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 bullseye. How do we identify it after that? Are we using, even if we do have the mark, are we using some sort of blood test to, to identify the bacteria? So this is the problem. The blood tests
1: are pretty good, but we need to figure out who needs to be tested. And I'm going to talk you through this test, which is a little bit more complex. Okay. If somebody comes in and they have the rash and they have had a tick bite, uh, treat them. If somebody comes in and- Are we testing them? Nope. No, we're just nope, treating We're treating. You treat, yes, you have Lyme disease. Of course, we treat. If someone has no symptoms, don't check them for Lyme disease with the blood test. Okay. Because the blood test is a little bit complex. And who should we not treat is someone who has fibromyalgia-like symptoms. I feel achy. I feel fatigued. I do not remember a tick bite. You just have generic symptoms. Probably shouldn't just be checked for Lyme disease.
0: Because you have fake my, I mean fake
1: myalgia No, fibromyalgia is a real disease To all my patients out there, do not listen to the Deacon The Infectious Disease <laughs> we Society believe of America in you. The Infectious Disease Society of America
0: Oh, so hold on So let me ask you this question Yeah Fibromyalgia, can, is there a test you can run for fibromyalgia? There is not Is there, uh, can you see something, a mark on a person to know that they have fibromyalgia? No So you believe in this disease because someone tells you they have it Even though you see no real proof of it But you don't believe in Jesus? Well, so there's clinical Who people see on toast? There are clinical criteria
1: <laughs> You got me Okay Just but, check But I do believe people get migraines And you do not have a test to prove you've had a migraine
0: Makes sense, I agree
1: Right I uh, Oftentimes people tell me they have diarrhea I do not always witness them have diarrhea
0: mm. I guess there is a test for diarrhea. Also, dude, I was like straight up six or seven on that stool test uh, while I was in Erie. Oh, the Bristol stool test oh, while you were away? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, that's a six. Mm. Six, seven. I felt like I was, and I, you know, it's not like ice skating where the higher the number is a better score. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for threes. I think this brings us back <laughs> to how
1: different we are because you're a looker and I'm a flusher. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the testing there's these two types of testing, right? So, this first one is an ELISA test followed by a Western blot. ELISA stands for enzyme linked immunosorbent assay. So, basically, you check for the antibody. Yep. And then we check for all these different specific antibodies afterwards. And so, you can get a positive ELISA test but have a negative Western blot. And so it can get very confusing for patients. Especially early on, the test isn't very good. So that's why you just treat if you have the rash. But if someone has symptoms and and they have had Lyme disease for a while, then the antibodies will be positive and this test will be good. Fake Lyme doctors, doctors who say they specialize in Lyme disease, send their labs off to a different company that always gives a positive result. They treat everyone And they treat them for longer periods of time Than so, recommended
0: So this seems like a disease that's, um, That can give you some fits Oh yeah Right? I mean from a, from a diagnostic perspective And from a treatment perspective I would say it's um, Well, so you're, you're absolutely right Okay And therein lies the issue People when they don't feel well Want to have a reason yeah, I mean it helps to have a reason, right? Because otherwise you just don't feel well and you just don't know why Yeah So, And then, and then you're stuck doing Dr. Google search And then you can come up with a lot of reasons why you don't feel well Most of the time they're way off So what, what there is,
1: is there is post-Lyme disease syndrome okay. Which we have stated as in having fatigue, achiness, not feeling great after having been treated So once you're treated for Lyme disease We have never been able to re-find the bacteria in the system afterwards Lyme doctors, who are not regular, boring doctors like me, are preying on the people that don't feel well. Are preying on the people that have non-specific symptoms, and they are giving them an answer. What people don't want is they come to see the doctor, or they come to see their priest. That's right. And and they go, I don't know. "I, I don't know, but I will tell you. Priests will always say, "Jesus is the way." That's right. And will give you an answer. Doctors will sometimes say, "I don't know that we know that answer yet," or "I don't know that answer yet."
0: Well, you know, we've, we've, we will also say that sometimes and say, I might not be able to give you the answer you're searching for, right? You may have to do some self-search and get more connected. So I think the things are, as a
1: physician or as a patient to know, Lyme disease is common. If you live in an area, do a tick check. Get home, tell your loved one, hey, I was outside. Now I got to get naked and you need to check me for ticks.
0: Yeah. I'd uh, like to check you for ticks. <laughs> I'd like Also, if you don't feel well
1: and you've been treated for Lyme disease, yeah. Sometimes people don't feel well. We don't always have a perfect answer. We don't always have a correct diagnosis, but more antibiotics, more medicine, More vitamins that do not have signs behind them is not the right answer, right? Going to someone who will tell you no matter what, yes, this is what you have. Oh, the Lyme's getting worse, is really what we're trying to stay away from. And the blood tests right now are a little bit complicated, which I know you were saying about earlier, but it makes me think about famous people who have had Lyme disease. So before we get into Avril Lavigne, I have a uh, game for you. We're going back to an old school How did you know
0: that Avril Lavigne had it? Were you I, saying it's I was, complicated Yeah but I didn't know that you knew That was my celebrity I brought to the table I'll tell you her story in a minute Let's play your game So Mary FK Okay These are three famous people
1: That have had Lyme disease And I want you to tell me Mary FK uh, Tom Seaver Okay uh, You know who he was? Tom Seaver, lefty Yeah,
0: yeah pitcher uh, For the Mets. Alistair Carlton was lefty what they call Tom Siever? Terrific Tom Sorry Sorry Tom Siever. Sorry Carlton fans I know Steve Carlton's lefty Tom Sievert's terrific Tom Alec Baldwin Alec Baldwin Who I've often been told That I look like Oh really Yeah people have said If there's one commonality That people have said Oh you have a doppelganger And it's Yeah um, I've gotten You must You kind of look like A Baldwin brother oh, Okay Maybe Alec When he was yeah. a little less fat Do you know who my doppelganger
1: was I've had two No uh, Dawson's Creek Okay I could see Uh, that From back in the day Yeah And uh, Matthew Modine from Vision Quest Oh yeah I love that It's one of my favorite movies of all time It's great Yeah yeah Especially because there's a dude That kind of looks like me Yeah And uh, Ben Stiller
0: Ben Stiller So Ben Stiller Tom Seaver And Alec Baldwin Ben Stiller is not the dad No (laughs) That's right Yeah he's not Frank He's not Frank Costanza Okay Um So Mary I would have to go with Uh I'm going to say Terrific Tom Just because he's a legend Seems he's, like a nice guy He's amazing He's probably super religious um, F, although I wouldn't do that I would have appropriate consensual relations um, It would be Alec Baldwin Because, you know, there's no way that guy's getting married He's, he's just a, a mess And I'd probably Isn't kill Isn't Alec Baldwin currently married? He is, but, you know Not real marriage There's always, like, yeah. kinds of stories about it. But I'd love the dude So I wouldn't want to kill him But I'd kill Ben Stiller Yeah yeah, I mean, Night at the Museum was great, and he's done some, some you know, there's something about Mary and some funny stuff and whatever, but, you know, I, he's got a weird nose, it's weird stuff. It's I just, it's okay. I'd, I'd be fine if he was gone.
1: Yeah. Well, I think um, Lyme it, disease is complicated. It and is. And as Levine said, why do you got to go and make things so
0: complicated? The way you'll me. me. Uh, but you know what is even better than that song is... I, I know you know that she had Lyme disease And it was really me reading her story And finding out more and more about her And this was before we decided to do this episode About Avril Lavigne's story with Lyme disease She took a break from her career uh, For a few years Because it was that devastating to her In fact, um, you know, she had this She really talks about how it, it led her to a position of faith and really where she had to lean into something else Because she just didn't understand In fact, she talks about how um, One night she was laying there with her mom And uh, and this is on GodTube Which is a real thing, huh? Wow So she's sitting there and she's talking to her mom She said she felt like she was drowning on her own breath And she, she prayed, God Please help to keep my head above water And in that moment She wrote this song That's called head above water. And she just tells this story about, you know, keeping her head above water and and how she's, she doesn't want to get pulled down below. I mean, it is just such a powerful story. And she's like, God keep my head above water, don't let me drown. It gets harder, I'll meet you there at the altar. As I fall down to my knees Don't let me drown, drown, drown Don't let me, don't let me drown Well, uh, I like it. I like it. It's like, I'm telling you, even every time I hear the song, I get incredibly moved. Okay. Well, I think this shows you
1: that people, whether or not uh, they are in Lyme, Connecticut from the 1970s, or they are famous musicians now. Have dealt with Lyme disease, and it's affected their life. And in her case, she obviously used God to help her. Yeah, it, it gave her something to it gave her a sense of hope. And what probably helped
0: was the doxycycline she took. <laughs> There's two things you can always count on: the doc is in, and the deacon's speaking. Thanks for listening uh, You can always check us out Follow us on Twitter At DocDeacon. Check out our Instagram At Doc and the Deacon Our p- Facebook page Doc and the Deacon Check us out online Docandthedeacon.com We're always produced by We're produced by Tucker Butler And our music is by franchise And if
1: you're out there And you think you have Chronic Lyme disease And you're mad that I said that It wasn't a real thing Send all the hate email To the Deacon yeah,
0: send it to docandthedeacon at gmail.com Oh, yeah And I will definitely pray for you Because um, you're important, too And if you have fibromyalgia and you're mad at me for saying your disease was fake It was all just to, to, to get some banter yes. on Yes, fibromyalgia exists I know it's real Chronic Lyme disease, we may find out it's real I may be wrong In one of these episodes, he's going to say that Jesus is real, too Uh,
1: stay tuned <laughs> Peace, Peace. Excellent brain trust to
0: market brand brandness That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts and Now I'm coming to close it like a wrongedish Chapman